You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Federation, Nam, and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming, with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our panzers flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, fading to Shoot and Scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk, and to shop at Battlefield Hobbies, because Hammy has moved shop and doesn't want to unpack so many boxes. <laughs> <laughs> if nice dice are your vice be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au our new podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot I'm Eddie Fez Turner broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England and I'm joined by my co-host Duncan Gushing Hobby Gosling I, I don't know what's happening I've got a lot on and Lee not the tank but still long barreled Parnell <laughs> always about the long barrel <laughs> welcome worth to episode, point. episode long rod penetrator tournaments with death generally from above lee what are we talking about for tonight well tonight we're going to be talking we're going to be talking about what we've been up to um which has been free games for the various um combinations of us uh, we're going to look at the new airborne books um for mid-war we're going to talk about events including how you guys are getting on for your prep for warfare and that'll um cover us off nicely i think So, what have we been up to? I've been doing extensive area reconnaissance for some desert basing. <laughs> how's that? How's that working out for you, Eddie? Um, I can. It's mainly sand. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. There was a lot of sand. Yeah. So uh, predominantly yellow, I would say. Yeah. Is Shade. that is that short for Alexander? You got you got Sandy Gooch as your pilot, or <laughs> just insider? Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've had a, a couple of fun weeks away uh, with work over in uh, the, the the slightly more hot parts of the world, um, and it does make you wonder just quite how they did it in in steel tanks. Asbestos. Installation, let's get that now. Asbestos installation, jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, the days before air conditioning. And uh, you can definitely see why everyone's wearing shorts, that's for sure. Mm. Um, so, yeah, my hobby has been minimal. Um, I've only been back for a couple of days. And I have actually had to start making proper efforts towards warfare. As opposed to token token efforts well i got yeah. i got the well, I know. yeah i got the i got all the shermans built that's good doing, yeah and then um whilst i was away i did a little bit of um <clears throat> recreational uh hobby shopping um, ah so you thought about hobby that's oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's, been, been, it's been sitting there you know getting bored flying in circles going oh yeah well do i really want to do universal carriers or should i get you know, eight rads and hum- not eight rads. Yeah, eight rads. <laughs> eight rads. <laughs> eight rads. The Brits. They're far eight superior. The yeah, no, I wish I could have eight rads. No, um, Humber Scout cars and Damer Dingoes. Oh, that is. Mm, yeah, Italy though. Italy Sherman list. So, um, but no, I ended up. Uh, I've got some lovely stowage. Uh, off some guys off eBay, which has some really cool little ropes and things. Because I've looking through all my pitch source pictures, I realised that everyone has a ton. You know, like you'd expect, operational vehicles have 
all of their life packed onto the back of the tank. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think we talked about that before, though. I think Lee, haven't we? That the, the desert seems to be particularly like that. Well, because yeah, there's a long supply lines and not really yeah. much opportunity to forage and, um, well, that's just not a bit about a bush loot um, supplies. <laughs> <laughs> liberated, we're liberating. Liberated, supplies. yeah, freedom yeah. supplies. So, All the freedom supplies. Yeah, so, the, so these Shermans are going to be just drowning under kit, basically, hopefully, is the plan. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, no, not, not a real chance to play many games. We did get one in. Half of the moment we did play, which is now three and a bit weeks away ago. Yeah, apparently we did uh, a few days after we recorded the last show. I was just looking it up. <laughs> I think, actually... 8th October. Wasn't so much the fact... Thinking about it now, it wasn't actually the fact that it was that long ago. I think it was just that bad a game that <laughs> I just blanked it out. Statistics was not your friend that day, I'm going to be honest, yeah. Because that was, that was like a Soviet propaganda film. This is... is <laughs> This is where all of my all of my like lording it up and extremely unlikely dice rolls came back to haunt me. Yeah. Oh no. So we're we're both using what we're going to be our GT armies. We'll come to the GT later. But um, so you had I had, well I had my um Soviet so T thirty four eighty fives, thirty five C sixty sixes and valleys. Um, an army that shouldn't do well according to internet internet logic, and mm-hmm. um. Eddie was going for Panthers and Panthers and Panthers, weren't you? Yeah, it's Panzer Four. It's a Panzer Four company. Yeah. Um, with the Panther slot platoon in there, took some Nebs, some Flak eighty eights, and then I had the um, reluctant uh, Beach Defense platoon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which I played as my um, I used my Volkstern models. Yeah. Oh, this is the battle. This is the fight I watched. Wasn't this it? is the one you came yes, down. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I wasn't just there in spirit. I was there yeah, acting wildly. There. Yeah, <laughs> in body, if not in mind, apparently. Exactly. Um, and we were playing. I want to say it was no retreat. I think it was no retreat because I had reserve. We played lengthwise. I was defending. Because so yeah, you had your um, Volkstum on, you had the 88s on, you had the Panthers yeah. in reserve. Yeah, and I had the, two... yeah, the Nebs on. And the Nebs on. The pa- yeah, because I had, um, what you call it, the reserves where you only get one tank platoon. One deep arm, yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah one deep reserves, which I chose to be my Panzer four platoon, just so I had enough points off. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just trying to remember how how we got to you defending because we both had. I remember, I remember exactly because it was like it makes to- you know we're going, oh well you know you can attack you can roll whatever and then I was like wait a minute you're Russians we're playing a late war <laughs> right yes yeah, so, yeah. late, late war game I'm not attacking ever thanks <laughs> because that's your old men and boys really did yeah exactly. I'm going to be attacking with Volkstern. Don't think so. I'm going to sit in this yeah. hole and watch the steam roll over me. <laughs> and pray. Pray, yeah. So uh, that, that's how we decided it. History. That was it, yep. You're on there, yep. And yeah, so I, and there was a lot of steam rolling, so I just... Um... There was. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Eddie, how did history work out for you? Um, Fred Dibner, pretty much. <laughs> 
<laughs> just rolled, you know. To be fair, out of historical accuracy, we did pretty well. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah very analogous. Uh, yeah, badly, badly marshaled German troops in the defence. Uh, put up a little bit of resistance, and then uh, eventually just collapsed like a wet paper tissue. I mean, to be fair, I think your answer is like because you had, you did actually give me a fairly bleed nose on one flank. Yeah. I, it's only because I managed to take out all your Panzer fours that basically left you only you the Panthers. It's, it was a company break. So you, you just your 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 Panthers were actually intact, but that's all that was left of your formation. Yeah, I had yeah. Uh, I had that one one complete fluff round of shooting where I ambushed the Panther yeah, fours and bailed. Yeah. Only bailed two tanks instead of killing three or four. And the combined return fire rapidly sort of Yeah, like you're, you know, going, oh, well, I'm veteran at range in, in terrain. I should be all right. And I wasn't. You just keep rolling the sixes. Didn't you lose an 88 as well? To, yeah. Um, machine gun fire. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like <laughs> drive by, <laughs> Soviet drive by shooting. On the, on the... Yeah. Machine gun one of the 88s, <laughs> which then the other one yeah. probably ran away. Which uh, was not the best way to do that. That put me on the objective, and then thankfully your Panthers arrived, and then yeah, and then they they actually did they clear off that objective. Pretty much, they wiped out the T thirty four eighty fives. I think the Valentines tried to do their plucky attack and also died. But like I say, your um, HQ on your flank just got wiped out along with the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the Vol- oh, the Volkswagen did a good job though. They, yeah, they, held, they held on. They held through two assaults. They held off one assault yeah. with machine gun fire. Yeah. And then they took out, they gave a good accounting of themselves in the second assault, but eventually just got wiped out by the tanks that then came in, I think. Uh, yeah. But oh, it was a good game, really. I, mean, I, I say, I think, like I say, you gave a good account of yourself beyond the dice just not helping at all. Because um, like I say, he held it on for a lot longer than the dice were really trying to... <laughs> the dice decided they wanted to go home, I think it was. Yeah. The dice going, oh, I don't want to be here, let's just go home. <laughs> it's like, I think, let's throw the game. <laughs> I think the dice were just upset I wasn't playing the Tigers, that's what it was. Yeah. So, um, That yeah. was it. That's, that's, been, that's been the only kind of virtual bit of gameplay, I don't know, in, in a month. Yay, work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Apparently you right, guys anyway. without me. Yeah, we um we've been doing some warfare practice. Well, um I'll be helping Duncan practice for warfare because I'm not going to that one. Cause I bet bet, bet the farm on the GT that worked out. Um <laughs> 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 So so we had two games which um first one I was using a sort of mixed panzer force of Panzer 3s, Panzer 4s, and Panzer 4 yep. log barrels. And you were using your first iteration of your warfare list with um, two platoons of Shermans, one platoon of Lees, a small platoon of armoured rifles, and then mortars, cavalry, and um, pack out the, the, the yeah. houses, yeah, and your aircraft. So everything, mm-hmm. almost everything was in formation apart from the cavalry and the um, aircraft, and they were a very strong force. Yeah, I think we worked out those little free tank formations were not were the just, best. No, they were just a bit fragile. Yeah. They um they were yeah, as soon as you lose one, 
you're in a, a little bit of a situation, shall we say. But um, the, the Shermans were good. They did. I mean, they, they were. Uh, my little Panzer um, Free Long Barrels were actually really struggling to get you. I mean, that first platoon that went down the middle of the road got a bit unlucky. Yep. I managed to take them out quite quickly. The HQ and the second platoon were a lot more of a struggle to get rid of. And actually, they took out my Panzer IVs short barrels to a large extent because I could do nothing against you. Yeah. Then your cavalry comes steaming around and starts chewing away at 25 pounders. And then your the, aircraft um, come in and aircraft, really start chewing yeah. 25 pounders up. <laughs> it really came down to the wire. I just managed to bleed just enough of you. Actually, no, you won that one, actually. I, I did. I managed it was, to. It was um, a very bloody on. win. But you, yeah, cause mm. my, my, my Panzer IV was, was rear guard, wasn't it? My Panzer IV was, no, breakout. It was breakout, so, yeah, because he yeah. came on behind me. And it was like cleaning up. Yeah, it took out the old two artillery formations, but it came to getting the shots in the rear army of Shermans. It was just like, oh, missed. <laughs> I, yeah, no, they, they I, snuck up I belled them, didn't I? You bailed them both. Yeah. Got two hits and belled both of your Shermans from rear armor shots. It was like, oh, ah. what? Yeah. It was, it was, it was very tight. Best, uh, best that the 25 pounds really got muted because they were going to be problematic. And the, the Panzers coming on from behind, I, I just didn't really have a, a, a sensible way to deal with them. So I kind of just ignored them and hoped that they were going to take long enough to kill the armored half track mortars and the, um, T thirties, yeah. which kind of turned out to be the case. Um, but I think I got a bit lucky because we were talking about afterwards, weren't we? And the, I should have pushed harder on the right hand side as well as the left. And um and and just applied maximum pressure everywhere, and you're right. Are you, I'm I'm trying to get into my head that if you're not moving with an American force in mid-war, right. you're doing something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a shark. The minute you stop, you're dead. Just going yeah. around yeah. circles. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, but that was that was close. But it was yeah, it was a good game. It was it was the first time I played that particular um scenario as well, and it is a bit disconcerting knowing that you've got you know seven German tanks are about to drop in directly behind your force at any minute. So It forces you to be aggressive because you really can't afford to have your guys just lurking on your, on your own back line waiting to have, like say, a whole bunch of Panzer IV long barrels coming barreling into you. Yeah. And then um, the second game was, uh, the second iteration, wasn't it, where we, we talked after the game about how um, the, the smaller platoons being a bit um, fragile and so I'd, I'd gone away, and uh, actually that night I'd bought um, a box set of... There was a box of um, Lees, wasn't there? M3 Lees? Yeah. So I'd moved the list around a bit, and it um, replaced, well, most of the Sherman company, actually. So it ended up with two Shermans, then a platoon of four Shermans, yeah. and then a platoon of five Lees, three with long barrels and two with short. Um, so two stronger platoons rather than three weak ones, yeah. Yeah, two beefy ones. Um, and then basically the same force again with the artillery um the arp the full arp this time because that was the other thing wasn't it It was a short arp the first game so the full yeah. five half tracks um, the first game i managed to get a few decent artillery hits on you it really took out a lot of their fighting strength especially it did. It was, oh, so that, was on that one um half track getting bailed so the guys got split up and it was, yeah yeah it was a bit of a pain that actually the the, the rallying on a on a what was it a five or a six i can't remember it's something ridiculous but it wasn't having any of it um, to get going again, so yeah. I thought, well, yeah, switch it up and see how this goes. The I kept the Warhawks in because actually, for the the points, they're 
they're really irritating when they do turn up. They're not. Yeah, they are I mean, pretty good. That first game, that said, just hosing me a fifty cal far on my twenty fives was doing quite effective. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be a, a bomb threat, but anything lightly armored as well. I think you know, Vesps or Marders or yes. even in the counter match, you know, the T thirties and armored mortars and stuff like that. Priests, they'll they'll give them a good licking. Well, not a good licking, but they'll certainly give them something to think about. Yeah, on my side, I say. After the poor showing of the Panzer IV long barrels, I decided they had far too much points with too little gain. So I went with um, basically the whole force, well, not the whole force, but um, HQ and two platoons of Panzer III up armoured um, Panzer III Ls and just keeping yeah. the Panzer IV short barrels. And I think that worked a lot better. Yes, it was such area. I talk about anti tank 9, but that front armour 6 helps a lot. Mm. And like I say, it just frees up a bit more points just to get a few little tweaks. And also, um, Rather than having 25 pounders and the pack 40s, having 20, um, having uh, sorry 25 pounders and the um, short barrel 7.5s, having just short barrel 7.5s and then using the points on pack 40s, that yeah. gave you a bit of that long range high end anti tank when you. Yeah, they were horrible, frankly. Yeah. Um, well, you say that? I think they fired. I think two shots the entire think, game, but the first shot yeah. they fired was one lone pack 40 in range. Taking out both your HQ shirts. Oh, what? Yes. Two shots, two kills. But but also, I mean, they just you, you, the way you deployed them on that objective, um, they, they they didn't really need too much else. It just meant you secured that one <laughs> yeah. that one objective. I probably wasn't going to go near it in anything mortars, other than massive strength. Your mortars ranged in, but you, you had to divert them. Next eventually, yeah. yeah. But all that did is pull you off that objective and then allow you to redeploy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just ducked. Yeah. But no, it was it was it was certainly felt more balanced as well. I think you're right. You've got a problem against anything with significant armor, but then you've got probably got that anyway with the long barreled Panzer fours. Anyway, they're not going to yeah. really take out that high high end um, yeah. stuff. Well, at Flames um, and Bears, I went into it with the long barrel Panzer fours, thinking I'd be I'd deal with the Churchills, and it just wasn't. It was just too. It was still too marginal for front yeah. front armor shots on a Churchill. It just it. Well, they uh, uh, Are they 12s uh, or 11s? What is? The Panzerfors. Sorry? Panzer, long barrel Panzerfors are 10. Yeah. Are they 10? Yeah, they're, yeah. Le- they're 11 uh, later in the war, but in mid-war they're 10. Uh, it's a dead yeah. It's the ammo. And if, only front armor 5. Yeah. So it's, um, and, and if you want it's to try and get... And if you go want to get a G, which does have obviously the, the um, front armor 6 and the high tank, you pay a lot of points in mid-war for that. It's basically a late-war tank in mid-war, so... Yeah. The only, the only thing we were talking about on on the, the force composition in the end with that was the short barrel Panzer three uh, Panzer fours, wasn't it? Yeah. We were discussing the merits of actually having them in the force versus, you know, potentially just sacrificing having artillery. And just having more Panzer threes. Yeah, I think they've done in both games so far. It's like say first game I I deploy them badly and they just couldn't deal with the tanks rushing towards them. In the second, they are actually working quite nicely as infantry support tanks. They were. Um, Mm. Oh, it's like they were supposed to. Exactly. I think it's also what we said about in, on your side. You, I mean, you had the Shermans where you should have had your leads because the leads yes. would be much better as an infantry supporting your infantry and your Shermans dealing with the armour threat. Yes. I think it's like yep. um, the leads just dissolved in front of the... Of the uh, admittedly, kind of a really good turn of shooting. But, um, but it's, it's amazing what that one single point of armour difference makes, having yeah. front armour five instead of six. Um, yeah. 
yeah, they just there was what they just the Leeds just couldn't stand up to repeated um, hits from uh, eighty nine. I mean, yeah, I could. I don't think I passed an armor save in the first two turns. Granted, uh, no, you, 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 yeah, you but... can. Uh, sorry, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I, I was thinking the other, other way because you, you did kill one of my guys in, in your first return volley of fire. That yeah. was pretty much the only that's the only tank you killed in the entire game. It, it was. Oh. It, it's just it was one of those ones um, where you know you don't. I didn't roll particularly well, um, and I was kind of relying on the iffiness of a four plus firepower um which never quite arrived but it, it, I, I still think um compared to the first list it's a bit a more rounded force and i think yours was the same Definitely. i think actually you know tweaking tweaking both of them worked yeah it's always one of those things you never want to change too much as, as was like one game but i think both those changes we made in our respective forces were actually the right changes mm. i think like say i mean it Yes, I had a really good turn on that one flank, but you were hammering me on the other flank. I mean, you were. Yeah. It was. Really, it came down to who could clear their objective, the opposing objective quickest to see who was going <laughs> to yep. Who can kill the other guy? And well, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, it just came down to the fact all I had, all I had to worry about was um, some sh- sh- you know, sh- uh, mortar and 7.5 howitzer yeah. carriers. Because on the other flank, it was you know, German infantry backed up by some long-range pack 40 fire. Yeah, the the Sherman and ARP combined assault was quite was yeah. quite nice. We just ran, Eddie. You'll be pleased. You you you'll approve to me in the first turn, rather than hanging around. We just ran for the first turn. You say yeah. combined. You say combined assault because um your your, your ARP didn't actually get to assault because the Shermans actually <laughs> did so such a good job. They beat the Germans back. And the ARP yeah. was running towards buildings to find. Oh, they're empty now. There, <laughs> there was one a very nervous-looking Panzerbüsch operator, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> little squeeze ball actually doing actually it, it didn't do too bad it, it gave you something to think about by putting a bit it too out in the open the start and it's a sort of yeah it was um, an interesting game I'm a little bit worried by quite how many Lees are coming into your Sherman list though I've still got more Shermans than Lees okay. 6 to 5 yeah proto Shermans proto yeah proto Shermans hey look I could have gone full Lee you know Never go fully. Never, never go fully. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> from experience. <laughs> I think the difference, um, I think I worked out something like 14. It's quite a scary number. And I yeah. quite like the um, the non-completely uh, long-barreled platoons. Because the, the few points you can say, they do tally up over a few platoons and actually gives you a way to move around, you know, using mistaken target and things to... To bounce stuff if you need to, and it's it's nines versus ten, so it's not like you know the nines are awful. Um, I think that they're they're yeah they're a good tank. The secondary turret is quite going to be quite useful, I think, as well, because it was quite funny. It was hitting more often than the bloody seventy-five mils. Have they hit me on sixes? You see me doing better rolling the sixes and trying to hit me on the on the fours. <laughs> yeah, never quite working, but um, yeah, they were interesting. Cool. Well, that that was kind of the so from a playing perspective, that's that's what I've been up to. I mean, apart from the leads, I had a bit of a spurt on. I've I painted some uh, Panthers for uh, my friend Luke for his uh, second Panzer Force for Normandy. So I had uh, some pan. Oh, uh, I think they're mid war ballistas. They're now twos. Is that right? The old, the resin and metal uh, kits or resin and plastic kits. Now I think they are. Um, so I put those together and, and did them for him because he turned forty this month. Oh, 
So he's got some of them to play with now because apart from that, he had some Jagpanzer um, fours. I said there's no way that, you know, they're going to be enough for hitting power in late war. You need yeah, some yeah. Uh, proper kit. Um, and then uh, what else did I do? I, I nearly painted my second uh, Thunderbolt company. So I can nearly do the Thunderbolt formation painted. So, oh, for uh, State of the Nation. Yeah, I've got, I've got back into doing some bits on that as well. I've got the T55s now. Um, Luke's been putting them together for me. He's been swearing about how uh, the Shilker's still an absolute pain in the uh, in the what's it to put together. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's just you know he's getting commodity. But um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, they're coming along. Um, just I, I think they'd be interesting to try rather than T62s. Um, and obviously, just uh, been looking at the um, Team Yankee stuff. So yeah, just trying yeah. to keep eyeball that up a bit. But that's that's for another show. So. Yeah, it's been it's been a busy busy little period actually. That's good. Yeah, I've I've actually got some bits done. It's it's quite nice because having having everything boxed, uh, it gets a bit depressing after a while. Getting stuff together and actually. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, I've got um one thing I did also put together was um the uh M10 oh M10s M8 uh Scott not Scott M8 uh Scout cars and m20 scout cars from normandy miniatures so i've got them together finally i've painted up some of the m20s for my late war m10 company yeah um and i've got the others ready to go so i've got them for a review for the blog oh so yeah they they were right simple little kits but you know got the job done um and it means that you can do stuff like if you get a box of them you can um you get five models in the box. So if you have got some uh, M10s, Eddie, you know, from your mid-war yeah. uh, M10 sure. company, you can get two M20s by themselves without having to get some more Jeeps. And then also use your Jeeps from your M3 scout company to uh, with their mates. So it just allows oh. you to drop them. Yeah, because you get the, the five in the box. That's two M20s, two M8s, and then a, a spare one for a nice uh, modeled objective. Nice. So yeah, that's that's. It's been a little, uh, had a little spell. It's always nice. Yeah. Hobby. Yeah, that's the problem. It hasn't really made a, a significant Again. dent in the, yeah, <laughs> in the pile of shame, but it made me feel a bit better about things. Yeah. Um, I had started yeah. actually trying to get stuff done for the GT, so I bought um, some. Ill twos, I've been using those Thunderbolts as ill two standards yep. for far too long. <laughs> yeah. um, I bought some BA tens, got a really fancy try of them out for give me some spearheaded. Mm-hmm. And I was going to get the C seventy six and the C eighty five finished because they've been sort of half painted for too long as well. And I got most of it, the C eighty five and C eighty six is mostly done, but I was just like, I'm kind of glad GT got cancelled because just no way I was going to get it all done in time. So. Oh yeah, I was, I, I panicked, so I made sure I ordered. Um... Like another can of army painter olive green. Yep. Yep. To be like at home, I ordered some uh, of the stencils from Anarchy Models to do the the stars with, so we could just oh, nice. super quick airbrush them. Yep. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I found out it uh, wasn't going to happen. Uh, Should we move on to that now? Because I think almost it's probably yeah, almost almost like you know, doing a really poorly advertised last minute tournament in Wales it's 
Yeah. <laughs> so the long and the, long and the short is the GT has been postponed. No, cancelled. Yeah, no well, postponed till next year. Let's <laughs> say how long That's... it's been postponed for. That's what, what we're putting it. Yeah. So it's not it's not now not going ahead in, in um Has the GT been brexited. It's been prorogued. Um <laughs> Yeah. So band. Yeah. Proroguing MPs. Um so yeah, it's it's not going ahead now unfortunately. Um it's just one of those things I think. The there was a lot of factors that contributed to this, so but yeah, the long and the short is that um it's now not happening. Yeah. Next GT. Yeah. But, saying that, if hopefully I can get this out in time, um, if you are available on the second of November, uh, the Bristol Vanguards are doing a little one-day Thanksgiving tournament because they're yeah, all they set to go um, to the GT, and instead of running their own thing, um, so I'm just going to froth about that very quickly. Even though it's not in the event section, but it makes sense to talk about it now. Yeah, uh, they're doing a one-day Flames of War tournament. 100 points. It's late war. It's on the second of November. Um, it is going to be in Bristol. Um, three blah, games. Blah, 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 blah. It looks like three games starting at nine, finishing at six. Preferably retain companies. 100 points. Late war. So they've stipulated preferably tank companies. Due to the event's history as Thanksgiving, tank companies or forces, including a tank company as a major part of the force, are preferred. However, we may potentially be hosting players who intend to go to the Carlos GT. This is not mandatory. But I think it is. If you're going to go, I mean, come on. Come on. Well, who doesn't want tank companies anyway? Yeah. Plus, you know, if those rounds are pretty tight and you want to do a little bit of uh, socialising and shopping... And tank company is probably the way yeah. forward. They said it's five pounds for the day. What oh, a that's bargain. a bargain. That's a steal. Um, yeah. uh, cover costs, remaining monies will go to appropriate military charity. So, oh, so it's, it's even got a nice, good news story at the end of it as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, we're going to, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can get a post up. At okay. Because it'll be good. Cool. Um, However, I don't think I'll be making the drive personally because we're going to be playing our own games. What? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're going to have a little little mini Reading warm up, aren't we? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Or just so, a yeah. day full of actually playing games with all the toys that we've got without having to rush or be anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Lee's got a pass. I got my permission you know. still signed. So still, I can still yeah. use it. Yeah. You scribbled out, scribbled out the location and the duration, and just changed it. Well, I paid no, back no, today, no, no. so it seemed better, right? So yeah, I was going to say the original request was just to play with war dollies, wasn't it? So you know, nothing's changed there. Nothing to see. Nothing to see. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it does mean that I've got a complete, you know, hundred and five points American late war force that. Now I can paint up and play games with. What you mean assembled or? Um, oh, you pretty mean... much. I mean, like the only thing I've, I think I've got to build uh, one jeep and one <laughs> one one jeep. But, well, I built, I built half the blister before I went away. Half the pack <laughs> went away. 
you know you're going to be missing a windshield now or something, aren't you? No. Yeah, it's, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, I kind of do. Um, yeah. Because it's already, I've already realised that I've put the gun crew for the bloody 155s in. That that was in the half the uh, recce box. Oh no. And now, yeah, I think I've got the little sprues mixed up. So it'll be all right. Oh, I'm sure. Come <laughs> out. It'll be um, fine. But that said, I was super looking forward to the GT. I am a little bit gutted because, yeah, you know, it was sounding like it was going to be a really fun, uh, fun event. Um, but there's plenty more events coming up. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit. It is sad because um, there, there was, you know, quite a few people had asked about it. I think that the timing. The timing didn't didn't really work. Yeah, honest. it's it's yeah. hard to throw these things kind of get together at the last minute, kind of thing. Yeah, and especially if you want, you know, it was where was it Firestorm? So that's yeah. you know, that's um, you got to give people enough time to organise these things. I mean, speaking from a personal opinion, if it's not on my radar three months from now, it's it's probably not going to happen, unfortunately, just because you know, life happens, doesn't it? Yeah. So there we go. Because the dizzying yes, heights was... of lots of hobby to the crushing lows to the yeah. mediocre mediums of <laughs> whatever's next. I can't remember. So, what's I'm just hats off, hats off to Battlefront though. If people who had bought a ticket um, are getting obviously a refund, and I think they're getting the objective as well. They've said. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have. So they're they're getting enough to kind of cover it. You're not being left out in the cold, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's not good. Um, no, satisfying. I'm going to miss out my opportunity a top ten European finish. Well, <laughs> we we could have the European GT of us. <laughs> yeah, the BTA GTA. That, the that's BTA GTA, man. That's what, that's, that's what we should call it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the acronyms. All the um, acronyms. It's like being at work. <laughs> Um, yeah, but so that was that was going to be next weekend. I need to check the check this because my days are just gone. So that was going to be next weekend. Now it's that not. Was. Yep. And then there's I got another week after that. But it's I don't wedding, wedding sixteenth and seventeenth in the member. Yeah, because yeah. I'm yeah I'm in Norway for a week. Then, jet setting. Oh yeah, don't. Absolutely mental. Yeah, that's right. And then I've got yeah. So not this weekend. Sorry, we're playing games this weekend. Week off, <laughs> away, a weekend, then another week, and then it's running. Yes. Yes. So I have a week and a bit worth of painting time to get. However many nine Shermans and some Scout cars done. Oh, that'd be right. That's, that sounds like plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nine so, scout cars. Flash forward to the night before. <laughs> well, actually, if you need some uh, deserty esque brain gun carriers, I've probably got some. Yeah, I need to check when we send the bloody um, list to Fifth. To the fifth? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I should be right. I... Well, I'll, I'll dig them out anyway because they're from my Australian early war 
company. Okay. But they they look they're the right stuff. So I mean, if you're gonna start, you know, breaking your neck doing stuff, you might as well do yeah. it on the right the stuff that. Well, the Shermans know. were built. That was an effort. I built all the Shermans and the Shermans for my um, Americans at the same time. So that was Obviously. like twenty something Sherman holes built, which nearly nearly took me out. The Shermans are all built. I need to um, build the scout cars and then glue all the stowage on. Start spray painting. But okay. should be cool. Proper Shermans. Yeah, British Shermans. Yeah, pop, not Germans. Lee bollocks. Proto Shermans. They're proto. I feel, I, I feel hurt. You feel hurt. <laughs> Discriminated against. It's because you've got the wrong surname. What? M M three? Yeah. I'll be the M four. Um what else have we missed? Um what, just in general? Yeah, hobby wise. I mean I think it's worth did you see the, the, just briefly mentioned, did you see the Team Yankee British Starter Army that they put up? That oh, was in War Games oh, Illustrated. Oh, oh. Eclectic might be one way to describe it. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. It's just a slightly However, combination of stuff. Really. It's a lot of bits of stuff. That's the thing. Yeah. But that is a lot of, that is a lot of yeah. kit in a box. You've got five challenges, which obviously is the bit everyone's going to go, <gasps> for. Yeah. Crucified yeah. yeah. by two warriors and two MLRS. Yep. You've then got two chieftains... Two scimitars right? and then four foxes, which, yeah, this is it's like I'm not quite quite sure why he didn't just drop the two the two S um scimitars and put next to two MR, MRS or something like that. But it's a, it's yeah, a grab it's, bag, cool. It is a grab bag, definitely. I mean, I, I guess it's I'm, I'm gonna guess it's a, all viable in terms of an army. You could probably have like a two HQ chieftains yeah. and two oh, three two, two ch- challengers and. It says it calls a warrior anti-tank vehicle, so I guess it's like an anti-tank platoon. The um the other option yeah, that I think if you, is someone pointed out if you look at if you look at what the contents of two boxes it would be, then it, I think it makes sense. It's oh, almost yeah, like it's half an army. Yeah, then the warriors I mean, then the warriors become like you say an infantry platoon's mount. You just need to buy some infantry yep. figures. You still have like a probably a massive overkill of, of recce elements at that point, but um, everything else yeah kind of works at that point. Because oh, that is a big, big blob. It is. It's, it's very interesting. But my, 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 my concern here is that we're still not going to get an open fire equivalent for Team Yankee, which I think the game really needs. Oh, what, like a starter box for both sides? You mean? Yeah. But I was trying to work yeah. out the other day how do I do a starter set for it? It doesn't end up with like a massive price tag because of how you need to do it. They probably but get. You need a lot of Soviets. Because the Soviets are exactly, even if you said, I'm going to go with a bare minimum of 70-64s and a small, BMP, a small BMP platoon, that's still four, that's still seven tanks, four BMPs, yeah. an infantry sprue. It's not, and then you got to say on the Allied side, well, what you do on the Allied side was going to be some Abrams and some Bradleys or something like that, for example. Yeah. That's still a lot of figures in the box compared to open fire, for example. Well, I mean, the two-player starter sets, it's a weird thing, because, like, yes, they are, 
you know, a good idea. But at the same time, how many people actually use both sides or just end up swapping them for someone else? Anyway? True, true, yeah. So that, that is, but I think the, the thing you're going to get with those, the, the, I think the issue is with the NATO versus Warsaw Pact stuff is that there's such a disparity in quantity at yeah. that point compared to World War Two. I mean, you've still got elite German stuff, if you like. I mean, yeah, you've got some elite Soviet stuff, but it's, it's what, a quarter? A third of the points of an M1? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it is tricky. Um, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you get around a two-person well, start just, team you, Yankee. Yeah, you just have a different start set. You, you don't have two in one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, like the Alamein one. Uh, used to go this more. Here we have these, like, say, these high value. I mean, I think someone worked out. Someone did actually do the maths what you're saving here. It's like. That's, it's, it's bonkers. It's, it's it. pretty good. So I'm hoping we'll see the same thing when they re release the Americans, when they do a new West yeah. German Soviet book. So. And certainly if they do want, like, a whole bunch of T80s in, I'm going to be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> like a tramp on chips. <laughs> <laughs> like a malnourished yeah. seagull, yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the only other thing. December that comes out, just to, as a heads up. We know it's a December yeah. release date for Christmas, right? So Christmas is a stocking filler. You now we've got a massive, oversized stocking. <laughs> yeah. To stretch it out, be fine. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think that's the only other thing we've we've really had um, had drop news wise. I do, I do think they've they've missed a uh, they've missed a trick to call it Team Limey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Team Limey. That was, that was back back when uh, Team Yankee was first coming out. Ben Ben and I were like, oh, we could do Team Limey and just use the American stats, but use British tanks. <laughs> oh dear. You know. But uh, yeah, no, no, it didn't happen. But hey, this 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 time I maybe get my British done for the second release of the book. <laughs> oh, Eddie, well, what have you done? Going to our next conversation about Team Yankee Challenge and the upcoming show. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be that's going to be interesting. That's going to be one where you can play along at home. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all, no kind of we're not going to collate the results far too lazy that kind of. Well, oh no, absolutely! I, I don't care what people do. You can just play along at home. Yeah, a bit like our painting competition, right? Yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Oh no. Well, no, that's that's that, yeah, that's that's Mark's doing this. Nothing to do, nothing to do the podcast. Honest. Can we can we can we put a disclo- like an indemnity disclosure thing out? Actually, actually, experience medieval for full terms and conditions. Contact. Yeah. Oh. I just probably rem- completely step my foot. Just probably remind yeah. Mark about that, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, we should maybe nudge him. The bad thing is, is make me down as well as up. <laughs> oh, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there's there's still time to enter. <laughs> October's not over yet. There's still days, literally days left. Yeah. Um. Th- thank you. Yeah, well, we had the entries. Those loads of people entered. They just we just didn't get any update posts. We haven't, an, yeah, and we haven't announced we haven't anything yet. Asked or anything? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. There's also these new mid-war books. 
Oh yeah. Uh, no, we don't. No one, no one, no one's interested in those. Let's just skip over them. It'd be fine. Just skip over them. Yeah. Who would possibly be interested in the fact we're calling this gun to come back? Honestly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to see more, more mid-war support. Definitely. Yay. I mean, obviously, these were mentioned back at their um, open days coming. I'm not quite sure if I remember them coming this year, but um, yeah, it's good to see. So we've got two books. Uh, we got Death From Above, which covers the Axis. And we have All American, which deals with the US. And straight away, someone's going to say, we're the British, and obviously that presumption is the British will get their book after the, the late war British release because they will have all the new parakeets and that. that but right, that right now, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So that probably, I suspect, much the way the American book covers Rangers and Paras, the American British book will cover Commandos and Paras. So. But we shall see on that one. But let's concentrate on the here and now. So which one should we do first? Should we do all American? Or should we do um, different above? Definitely. Uh, let's say the best to laugh. Oh, I was going to say the all American. Oh, controversial. Flip, flip a coin. Roll a dice. Roll a dice. Where's the, uh, where's the dice? It's come up totem cop side up, so that, that's got to be Germans, right? Pardon? <laughs> i got to pick up a totem cop dice. Oh, I thought I, I didn't hear totem cop. I heard something else. Um, <laughs> so, death from above then. Death from above, yeah. Yeah. So this is covering Germans and Italian paratroops. Neither yeah. of who actually did any kind of drops in this time frame. No, that this this is definitely into the elite infantry um, period, isn't it? I, I, didn't the German, didn't the Falsch make a do? Or was that the Brandenburgers did their um, glider assault in Tunisia? The Brandenburgers in Tunisia. Yeah. Um, the Falschmeager did um, Crete in the early war. Yeah. Yep. Uh, obviously, obviously Sicily, in France as well. Sicily. Yeah, obviously the Deb and Emil. You know, um, Sicily, the invasion of Sicily was Gliderborne. Um, oh, Husky, part of Husky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sicily and Husky, or Sicily and Italy invasion. It was something like hand grenade or something as well. Was that part of Sicily? I can't remember now. It's probably in the book. Yeah. I've not read really, the yeah. uh, forward of. Whoops. Um, yeah, so either way, let's say we've got, we got the um, Falschmega and the. Uh, not yeah. that Paris, Fol- Paris, Fogel. Paris Fol- Force Organization chart. First thing, Lufthansa from Gershwega, one and two. Uh, so obviously they've acknowledged the fact that they had glider borne paratroops or you know, glider borne Falschmega. They've got it in the little Force Organization chart at the beginning, uh, but they're not in the book. Uh, yeah, they're they, not in the they, book. No, they're in the associated cards. They, no, yeah, they're not. Yeah, no, they are. No, they're not in the cards. It's not. Yeah, there the is. It's not. Okay. Yeah, but also there's no ability to air assaults in this war. No. Oh, okay. You're, you're I'm right. Sorry. You're right. The, pi- the pioneers are in the cards, but they're um, not as an actual you know, glider force. I'm not bitter. I mean, see, if you give it, so you can be honest. Like, say, technically, obviously. The Falschmega didn't do any airborne for assaults in mid-war, but mm. like I say, if you um, ever since version one and version two, they always had the rules for doing it, so you could do the early war stuff like Crete. 
So um, it's a bit of a surprise they didn't at least put it in there just to get you by so you could do stuff like, say, Crete and that kind of thing using the mid-war books. But, um, yeah, so the actual force itself is its own little force diagram, isn't it? It's got... It is. It's quite cool. It's got um, Marder 2s, for example, Yeah. in support. And you've got the um, the three battalions. Yeah. It's the yeah. smallest, it's the smallest uh, Force Jaeger formation diagram I've ever seen. It, you know, you have one company, the Force Jaeger company. <laughs> it's this little box by itself. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is a note below it saying you may choose to take false made company formations as additional formations in any mid war force. So, effectively, this bolts on, yeah. and then it's support units. You say you may fill one support unit for each box if your force contains a false made company. So, effectively, if you have a false made formation, you can attach all the effectively this to your force diagram to add the Marders, the recorders, uh, artillery mm. you could get onto. But it does say you can only ever take one observer and one aircraft, so you can't have double Stukas. Oh, that, that's interesting. But it would give you um, the ability to take the dismounted Falsh um, OP. Is that an exception to what we've seen before? I don't. Well, you have, it's because we haven't really had this cup. You kind of had it where the Eastern Front books could tap into each other. So if you had Ghost Panzer, you could take for um, formations from. Uh, Iron Cross, effectively. So that's close as you get. Yeah. This is the first, I don't, I don't, this is the first time yeah. where you bolt on a whole extra bit to your force diagram, effectively. You can be paying a hefty premium for it. Yes. Yeah, but it, you know, it allows you access to, to some support options that aren't going to have been there before. It's oh, interesting. Know, say, if nothing else. This might, this OP. It's like you, find, you can finally yeah. have some, an OP in in the church tower, which has just felt. With the absent for so long, yeah, the the, the one model you always forget the board, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you find you him get, six months later. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite one was you'd be putting the scenery out of the boxes to sit up at a tournament, and that's when you find someone's OP from the previous previous event. I got very good recognised in people's painting styles. So I could re, I could um, get get people's pictures back to Did he leap out and try and take you cap? You know, take you prisoner. <laughs> Okay, so the actual Falcon Major formation itself, um, you've got your HQ, obviously. You've got one, t- uh, two to three platoons of Falchermaker. You then have machine guns mortar, and d- two more platoons, basically, both eight centimetres. Mm-hmm. And they're your optional ones. Oh. So, so far, it's, you look at it, you go, it's not terribly similar to what it was in the late war. Although, that said, they've done a weird old school layout thing where the recoil of this guns yep. are bought as their company HQ but must be attached to a Force Mega platoon. Yeah, it's basically back to the old days of combat attachments, yeah. correct? Weird. Yeah, so the yeah, recorder 7.5 is back. Um, obviously, we, it's something we noticed being absent in D-Day. Um, yep. and, hey, it's back. Oh, I know where they've done it. Why? So you can't buy a Force Mega platoon as a support platoon for another. Fort. Oh, and bring its recordless gun. Oh, and then bring it. Yeah. Bring recordless gun with it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because recordless gun is actually it's not too handy. shabby. It's pretty brutal. So, no. it's, it's, 
Yeah, short range at 60 inches, but that's more than enough for what it's doing. Rate of fire two when it's not pinned or moving. Eight tank nine firepower three. It's um, yeah, and it's only three points. And it's only three points per gun. With a so three uh, Yes, yeah, so you have yeah. two of these in each of your um, formations, basically. You, you got okay. to <laughs> so it just made me laugh. I just realised heavy weapon assault four plus. It's it's actually re- rather useful in defence. It's still better yeah, assaulting than most American potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Getting waffled in the face with a yeah, 75 mil tube. Well, maybe, what um, you is, maybe what you do is you turn the gun around, you fire it back your way, but then the recorder's bit splurges out like a grape shot into the enemy. <laughs> yeah, just shredding. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, like I say, if I was going to do files to make a mid-war, these two would be, would be in, in the list. And if they appear in late war, I'd be putting the late war list in. Yeah, they're just, they've always been handy. They, they're useful yeah. little guns. Now, what is interesting, though, is that they're, you cannot use them as artillery. They're a direct fire only. Okay, that's, that's always been the case with them, yeah. Yeah, I, I just meant that there's other bit. We've had instances of other things where they've, they've un, unlocked um, a barrage sometimes yeah. for, the, for things that didn't have a barrage previously, but these remain the same. Yeah, they're very much a direct fire weapon. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, as like a uh, standing for the infantry gun. It's it is pretty good, and it gives you a really handy point anti tank defense as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're they, probably going to have two platoons in most games, right? Because it's probably yeah. too expensive to have three, so you yeah. can attach one to each. each. And also, I, the platoons themselves still get the option of taking a squeeze bore as yeah. well. Yeah, the Panzerbusch, yeah, the anti tank rifle. Yeah, the, the actually coming on to the um. To the platoons themselves, they are they are significant. Yes, they're big. They have a yeah. lot of support options. Like I say, two HMGs, a squeeze bore, and an attached um, recoilless. Yeah, um, they can oh, hurt people. They're fearless veteran. They're careful. It's it is an elite force. It's if you want an assault, you know, like an assault infantry element, this is it. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt people, but it is my God, it's eye-wateringly expensive. Well, you say that. I mean, it's not massively expensive. It's... I don't know, but if you have, by the time you've added all the bits in it, it's nearly twenty. It's going to match out quickly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then they're pretty damn impressive compared to other infantry in the game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they, they do everything. They're not going to go anywhere. Um, I, I, it's just that you, you. It's one of those things where you're going to have to accept you have six platoons, for example. And and yeah. you know that's that's going to be a lot, and you're going to have to maximise what each one of those platoons does. But um, I think as well for me, you probably want to look at something like a Panzernecker card for these guys if you're going to take them because they are so big yeah. um, that you're going to maximise that Panzernecker card. When if if anyone comes into you, you've got the anti-tank rifle and potentially the recoilist also, you know, stable farmer, and that's going to be you, you know. I don't think infantry is going to really scare you with that many, um, that many dice of um, yeah. you know, the two HMGs, <laughs> and the, so I think I think you pay the premium at that point to just say I'll, I'll have those and um, I'll have them kitted out. I'm, I'm going to go, you know, full full ball with them. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's say we'll turn to command cars quickly. Um, one of the command cars you have is the 105 mortar platoon. Yeah. So this the um, so, um, Nebelwerfer, wasn't it? 
yeah, so basically this is the Neville Werfer before the multi-barreled rocket version comes in. Yeah. And so uh, after the army gets all those, they go, they actually yeah, I'm going to fast break over here. Do you want some mortars? Um, so it's not quite as not quite as powerful as the 120 that comes later. No. But um, it's still got a, you know, a fair respectable firepower three on the bombardment. Eight yeah. tank two, which you know can be quite handy against open top half tracks. Still keep the smoke bombardment. The only thing is you can only apply it to a two or three gun um, platoon. But that's that's fine because you're only making them then as expensive as a uh, potentially for three guns as expensive as a four gun platoon. I think yeah. that's a really nice touch that you can do it like that. Yeah, and because you've got um, two slots, you can have one one hundred five and one eight centimeter. Exactly. Although actually, just looking at the card itself, it's not limited, so you could in theory have both platoons packing one hundred fives. You you could. If you wanted to, I, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing to stop you. Yeah, I, I, but, I, I wouldn't because I'm sorry, that's not what, how it would be. But correct, just, yeah. But it is there, sir. But I think, that, again, the, the, the slight issue with, I know we've gone past the main platoon itself, but when we come on to the sort of Fulshimiega support stuff, it, it, you do, it is paying that veteran, fearless, careful tax, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, it's really, really good stuff, and it's going to hang around forever. But especially you take Walter Koch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you're paying what six points for four H- HMGs and mortars are eight points. You know, the 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 cheaper support weapons are still cheap compared to the main units, but they are they are more pricey than their. Uh, the standard grenadier equivalent. Yeah, the mortars are now ranging on threes. Yeah. Oh no, no don't get me wrong. If you're taking Fulshimager as as a main your main company, I think you look at both those slots and you go, well, there's my artillery. I don't need to buy anything else. Yeah. Um, they're they're, they're really really good from that perspective. Um, so actually going on to that, so you've got the the after the Fulshimager company, uh, sorry, Fulshimager platoons themselves, you can have in company, uh. MG42 platoon, mm-hmm. which, yeah, two or four HMGs. Okay. And then you got your mortars as well. Like you said, the, the eight centimeter mortars or, or the um, swap them out for the Nebelwerfers. And, and that is your your force, really, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah, I've made points at that point. As I said, no. the eight centimeter here is a stumble version. So, so you've got a 32 inch range because it's a short yeah. barrel parachute. Can I have two platoons? Yeah. And I think you're again. I think when you dice around the points, you you probably be looking at them because for three shmuels, they're six points. I mean, you're probably going to have at least one. Um, oh, and again, you've only got a maximum of what is it, seven slots total in your yeah. company, and realistically, that's six because you, you're not going to get three. Mega platoons in unless you're playing a bigger game just because of the costs I think I think that you don't need them necessarily no not for how big the platoons are two big yeah. two full size platoons unless you're going to go three minimum size platoons which is still about the same plus anybody else's platoons yeah yeah but yeah it's, an, it's an interesting I think there's there's definitely for a limited number of um, options should we say in terms of units you, you've still got a lot of uh, mental gymnastics to get to do yeah, yeah. in terms of creating a force and I think um, yeah as you move on into the support sections that that really yeah 
comes the four again. Um, the first one being obviously the Marder two. So the, the full Shimjager Marder two. I love the Marder two. It looks cool. Yes, Panzer II chassis with um, yeah, pack four tool. Um, and it's going to give you some real punch. It's it's basically the the the, the well, it's not the Marder from. It's almost like the the Stug from the D Day book, isn't it? In that it's fearless veteran. Yeah. Care for again. Yeah. Um, Got Frama three, which is slightly better than the, than the normal Marder of the mid-war period. Yeah, the, the three. And it's got a self-defense AA machine gun, which can always be handy, whereas the other ones only have a, 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 a whereas the normal Marder only has a machine gun. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's um, I think you're gonna well, I think you're gonna find probably people take them. I, I don't think four is probably feasible, no, but certainly two or three. Paying a hefty tax for the fearless veteran. You, yeah, you are. Well, the I fearless mean, basically comes normal, normal, normal models are veteran and careful, so it's just purely the, the fearless that you're paying for. But you do get, you know, a points break on four. They're six points each, apart from if you buy four, then you get a point off. So it helps. But I think, yeah, I mean, two or three of them as an ambushing unit is, is they're, they're models, they're going to hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. They do bad things to them. Uh, and also, you know, with that fearless, if you don't kill them, they are going to be operational more often and they aren't they aren't going to be going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pioneer Platoon. Eddie, cool. I think you, you might have uh, found someone to top out the uh, mid-war assault Pioneer Platoon because these boys have got three flamethrowers. I've just realised. i <laughs> rebase my... Uh... Flamethrowers, aren't I? Okay, two three flamethrowers. Two man mm-hmm. teams, yeah. They're now separate stands. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. It'd be alright. Yeah. It's, 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 it's quite. It's, I mean, as an assault platoon, it's going to be pretty awesome because, like I say, the flamethrowers just for clearing stuff out. Well, you, you can take them, though, as um with the, the card, can't you? Yes, Zero point upgrade card as a uh, an actual force, and I think that might be interesting because they they're still big platoons, they're still ten strong. Yeah, they can't take the HMGs, but they can still take a Panzerbusch. So, also my question would would be on that is that if your command is the Fulsham Pioneer Company command that has got two MP40 SMG teams, yeah, can they still take the seventy five mils? Yes, I'd say so. Or, it's not saying... No. No? Your force includes one Russian Pioneer Company, which is a formation containing one unit oh, of two MP40 SMGs okay. for three points. It's been very clear about what it's in it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and then you've got two well, three mm, Pioneer okay. Platoons either. Yeah, and eight Pioneer Force Platoon, if you want, with a and maximum of only two, SMG, yeah, two HMGs. Well, I still think that's, that's quite interesting. Nothing. Yeah, it is. I mean, the pioneer ability. Uh, you're paying zero points for the card, so you just get the ability to, you know, crotch reverse yeah. man minefields better and dig in better. Um, it well, that's exactly quite flavorful. That is what you could have in the um, the Flanderstrom company. What the Fulsham pioneers? Yeah, that 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 list of two HQ of two teams. Two to three platoons, and then one platoon of MGs, but only ever having two is exactly what you could have with gliders. 
they were all pioneers. Sorry? Compromise. Compromise. Yeah, no, it's fine. Well, it's a way to use them. You're right. It's not ideal, but it is a way to use them. I, I think they, they could be really interesting to play with that many flamethrowers. I mean, as an assault force, that's it's pretty terrifying. One of the one of the version three games, my first UK Games Expo, the first time I met Hammy was when he was running the UK Games Expo five years ago. Jeez, and I took <laughs> I took my mid-war uh, Pioneer Forschenjäger. And right. this is back in the day when you used to get Pioneer supply trucks. Yes. And you could swap them out for barbed wire in defensive missions. And we were playing a mission where we were going lengthways down the board. So I put my, I had enough barbed wire with my platoon <laughs> to go the entire four foot, which oh, I did. Really? Only the guy attacking had no tracked vehicles. It was all wheeled. So he couldn't actually cross the barbed wire. (laughs) Cox would have been proud of you. Yeah, no, I I left a gap so we could actually play a game. (laughs) Oh dear. Fun and games. (laughs) Have we got some entertainment? Yeah. So you've got the 37. Um, which, yeah. Steel granate. I, mean, I was going to say, do you take them without the steel granate? Or, I, I don't, I don't know. Not paying. Ten, ten inch range is pretty, pretty Not paying poo. a huge premium to get, get that. To, well, the thing is that you can choose to fire which one, don't you? If you have it, yeah. Can you? Yeah, you're not stuck with it. Okay. It's, it's an evil. It's like it's an evil or thing. You got the, every turn you can choose to shoot either as the three point seven or put steel granade on. Okay. So you're paying a two point premium just in case you get assaulted. Basically, I mean you got slow firing, so against decent um, skilled units. Um, yeah, but it's eighty twelve. It is eighty twelve. I mean, I think. Yeah, you you probably do it. I think I think the sweet spot is the five centimeter below it in terms of. Yeah, I, th- I think the five centimeter is usually universally useful. Yeah, make a sense. Basically, you are you're, you're only you're only slightly less points in the free gun pack forty percent at that point. <laughs> yeah, again, it's the fearlessness, isn't it? It it's is fearless it's veteran. Um, but again, I, I I think you're right. I think that they're for mid war. They're more than serviceable. I think if you're looking at the seventy fives. Um, you're probably better off having Marders at that point. Yeah. Get the mobility out of um, them. Yeah, because they're not... Um, the Marders are only, what, six points each. Um, the the, the 7.5s are actually more expensive. Which is that thing the same with like normal, normal um, Germans and that their um, pack 40s yeah. pay a premium over the self-propelled ones for some reason. Yeah. I, th- I think, because technically, they're, they're more survivable with a three-up save. Yeah. Um, oh, I would agree with you. Last version, now with the whole re-rolling um, saves and bombardments, it's a, it's a bit more. Yeah, um, it's less, less clear cut, aren't we? Yeah, I think okay. Yeah, but um, I, 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 they're really, really expensive, aren't they? I mean, they're expensive anyway in mid-war because they are like a super gun, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. 
I really like the, the next entry, though, the, the Porsche Mega artillery battery, the 7.5 centimeter. It's the Gebergs, um light mortar, is, uh, light mounting gun, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, um, I can't remember what it is. It's something weird, like the KW36 or something. It's something like that. I don't think that's what it is, yeah. but they're, they're quite, it's quite a cool little gun. Um, it's basically a German equivalent the part of the 7.5 pack house the Americans use. Exactly. Similar sort of um, stats. It's a very low. It's only firepower four bombardment, but hey, that's still better than kicking the team. Yeah, it's got the best range you're gonna get in the Falschmega for artillery of seventy-two inches. Yeah. Fire I think smoke. it's reasonably well costed. It's got a four-inch tactical move, so you can actually push it around. Yep. It is um, a large gun. That's the from It is a large gun. That's good. Um, but it's only you know you're talking about getting a, a full barrage for twelve points, which. You know that's that's on par with what you get from you know 105s and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as good on the uh, firepower, like you said, or you know any of the other stats. But that you know again, you've got that fearless tax. But I think that's that's an, a neat little entry, and it's it's nice to see something different on the tabletop again. Yeah. But I think the next entry is my favourite. <laughs> the 105 mil recoilless battery. Oh. It's, it's so cool. Uh, you'll never see him. <laughs> just. You just... I just can't see a scenario where they'll ever appear unless you're playing an absolutely huge game. What could it cost? They're just so expensive and they are in every discernible way worse than a 105. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, other than that, uh, yeah, it, they're, they're so cool though. They just look really nice. Um, I mean, if, if, you, if you're actually putting yourself in one of the pure Falchamaker force, it's oh, yeah. the most powerful artillery you get on the force. Yeah. It 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 looks amazing. It looks like a full stream mega unit. Um, yeah. It's just horrifically expensive for a, a four gun barrage. I mean, that's that's crackerjack. And you know, when you fire, you're uh, you're not you know no longer concealed. So yeah, I just yeah I can't I can't see it. But I can see the next thing. Uh, though coming up all the time, the one point uh, observer. Now, you, to access that, you're going to have to have one of the two batteries above, though, aren't you? Well, you've got to have, yeah, so you've got to have a false Omega formation to trigger yep. the whole um, force selection. Then, like yep. I say, you've got to have either the um, mountain, mountain artillery or the 105s. Oh, interestingly, you can't get it just with mortars. No, nope. no, that's that's okay. almost always been the way. I think for all the mid-war books, certainly for the German stuff. I see. Um, but it's, yeah, handy little... Handy little dude. I'd say it can exploit terrain a lot better than the old um, self-propelled OPs can, for sure. Yeah, and how many... They have two points as well. 50% reduction. Are they? Are they two points? I think they're two points, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was about to try a thing. Well, I can't remember the last time I bought an OP for... <laughs> I mean, the, the OPs, I think, we talked about this the other day, they're, they're less required, I think. Yeah. But they're still handy. If you've got a point, uh, I, you know, why wouldn't you, type thing. Yeah. Um, two centimetre anti-aircraft platoon. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, four of them. Not doing anything at anyone. I don't know. They're, they're using, like, heavy machine guns, don't you? Yeah, yeah, 20 inch range. They just sit up on a hill with a gun shield. Yeah. Chasing 12 dice at things. The enemy. 
both with those and the little um, pack thirty sixes. Yeah. They used to get really mobile with them and just confuse the crap out of people. Well, they still got move, haven't they? Still got a tactical move. They yeah, still got yeah, four inches. Mm-hmm. So you know you can still. Actually, what someone put up a picture of one of the um, Facebook groups of uh, one on the trailer that was being yeah. fired as someone was pushing the trailer around. Yeah. So you know, I think it was in an urban environment. They were using it to, you know. Suppress uh, a building while they look at it. And... Well, that's the thing. You, I mean, you can just move forward. You've still got a massive gun shield. Yep. So, yeah, okay, you're going to lose concealment, but, you know, with a 20 inch range, that gives you a 24 inch threat bubble. You're probably going to win a firefight against infantry, aren't you? Because they're yeah. going to have to pass firepower checks. You've got five yeah. plus firepower. It's quite nice. It's nice that they, they're, they're a little self contained to soon. And again, I think even a couple of them could be useful. I don't say that often about gun teams, but you know, two of them sat on the side. Well, they're fearless. Yeah. And then the last uh, last entry is the good old Stuka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The two power is nice. Um, but it is no, it's notably only the, um, the dive bomb version. Yes. So no strafing because I, 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 I'm guessing that's probably because they weren't used on the Western Front. Yeah, the, the, the three point seven ones is more Eastern Front. Yeah. So, yeah, but that, that's that's Jalotsky. That's that's all of the Germans. That is it. That is it. Very uh, tidy little force. The fact you can sort of overlay this over any of the other German lists, as it were, to sort of merge them in. Sort so, be handling me up to yeah. points. That's for sure. Could could you take a single platoon as a support option in another force as well? I believe so. Because they're a black box, aren't they? So, mm-hmm. yeah, you could do that. So, if you want to do your um, North African stuff in Tunisia, you know, Ramka stuff. I think it's Ramka, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so you can still do that. It just it's nice that they're there. I mean, it's good that they come back round and done them. To be honest, because. Yeah, you know, they could have could have carried on, left them out. Yeah. Come full circle. Is there anything on the cards we need to talk about before we move on to the next uh, entry in this book? Because uh, that's right, there is a next entry. We dealt with the sort of pioneers and the one hundred fives. There's a few interesting characters. Walter Cock was always my favourite in mm-hmm. uh, the early ones. This is actually I've just been reading him now. It actually, looks pretty good. He's expensive at five points. Um, Five points. Yeah, but if Ooh. the unit leader of a Forschmeager platoon in this formation is within six inches of of this character, basically, um, the unit passes blitz tests on a two plus, Ooh. and last stand on a two plus. Does the do the Marders count as a Forschmeager platoon? They must do, don't they? They've got Forschmeager in the title. So there's your yeah that that could be interesting blitzing around with them and or just blitzing around I guess with even just Volshimiega that's a lot of dice in one of those big platoons. I'm sure, it's not Volshimiega. It says Volshimiega platoon, um, not just the actual platoons. No, oh, okay, so not the not the yeah. um, 
HMGs or anything either. Then no, because the the HMGs they don't have the yeah the the SMG forty two machine gun platoons. I stand very corrected then. Yeah, I mean they're still useful. Two plus blitz. I mean, I mean, and last stand on a two plus. I mean, it's good, but they're. Yeah, but they're already on threes, aren't they? Threes yeah. for skills, threes for... With it's, a good. It's, it's, it's good. With a re-roll. Well, it'll be, it'll be two plus with a re-roll, because he's the unit commander within... Yeah. I mean, you kind of get a budget version of that with Wonder Height. So you, he gets to... Um, same same prerequisites of the six inches in line of sight, but he gets a last down and rally check on a two plus. I mean that's just ridiculous. Two plus with a reroll to rally. I mean, right? It's not going anywhere any time soon, is it? It's not going anywhere, and it's going to keep punching as well. So you can't and even that, stop it. That's for that's not just for the full mega platoons. That's for everything. No, that just says yeah. That's that's yeah, it. A unit in this formation. So that will work on your martyrs and things. Yeah. Wow. Well, Four points. I mean, they're investments. They're significant investments. Um, I can't really see. Yeah, I mean, the other ones we've had before. I think trench fight has been out. The other ones, you've got yeah. pure luck if you need to. I don't think there's anything. It, yes, it's a bit weird because, uh, like, say the other command car packs don't do this. Like, put the generic ones in. I guess there may be more of a yeah. self-contained release for the Germans. I, I think so. I think it's all because um, the, the cars themselves is only what. 20 something total yeah so it's almost like the first time that they brought them out with the the uh, Africa Corps type ones there uh, there's not a, a, a bunch of them but you know you could you could just pick them up use them there's nothing yeah okay and then so on to Italian. the other entry yeah I think this is cool it's definitely piqued my interest. So, these guys slot into the infantry formations in Avanti, right? As in the state, yeah. So, instead of them being like the Germans being their own thing, for want of a better yeah. word. Well, basically, the, the Italian for- formation chart is small enough that they could reprint it on one page. <laughs> So they, I like the German one where they have like three books worth. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. talents. They've just yeah. put that. They're giving the whole thing on one page here. But I think that's quite interesting because it, it just gives you all of the standard um, options you've already got. So if you've got an Italian force already, yes, this is just a way to add in a, a different flavour, I guess, of um, infantry, elite infantry. Because the but the Bersaglieri is already quite um, what is an elite infantry force. Yeah. Um, so this is just a different flavour of them. Now, so what could you get in the actual company itself? It's just it's, it's basically the same as a infantry, yeah, infantry so, But I don't think do they do they get three forty-seven mil anti-tank guns in the standard infantry platoon? Uh, I know you get. I can't remember. That's, it's pretty chunky. So it's it's what a nine. One second, let's go have a look. You're gonna scoot through. Quick look at the anti, yeah. Quick pad, Eddie. Pad. Pad. Yeah. The, the, parachutist, the parachutist company 
Um, standard HQ, two SMG teams. You've got the parachuting platoons. And these are fearless, careful. They're only trained. Yeah. However, under motivation, they follow me on a 2+, plus, the advantage rule. Yeah. Um, and they hit on threes and assault as they are deadly. Because um, they've got assault weapons. They do, which they're MG rifle teams. Um, your normal platoon can add, oh sorry, replace one of its either five or seven MG rifle teams. You can replace one of them with a, a flamethrower. At no cost. At no cost, because it's a swap out, which is pretty tasty. Yep. Um, but they are, they're not—they're nowhere near as big as the Germans, are they? Like, if you your your full size, the starting formation is, it's, yeah. But they've got none of the extra toys, so they're. Right, I just looked it up. Small. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, a if you go for the later version of the Sagulari, where it has rifle platoons, um, yep. effectively they have the Paras have two eighty-one millimeter platoons rather than the assault mortars at eighty-one millimeters. Okay. And you're right; they do have. But the powers have one extra anti tank platoon for free. So you can take lots of 47 mils. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that makes them, that does make them a bit different, huh? Different, huh? More different? Diff- more different. That's actually English. Differentist. Um, differentist. Um, so <laughs> I, I guess. I think, I think the, the problem you've got is that, like, say, if you. Larry, because you've got the chance of getting almost the same stats. As a parachutist, are just marginally cheaper. Mm-hmm. Obviously, sometimes you won't, sometimes you will. But the fact they're, um, you know, such they could potentially be veteran, as in they actually they pass all tests in the three person skill days. Yeah. So it, it, it feels, is, it feels like parachute. Where's the Falsch maker are definitely an elite force in the German force. Yeah. It's kind of like the Sagittari could be better than the parachutists. I think I think they these are just a different they're they're variations on a team I think at that at this point it depends what your poison is and I think it just adds something different I mean the figures look cool for a yeah. start but I, um, I think they're they're reasonably pointed as well and being you know careful's pretty careful handy careful is careful and fearless I mean that's I mean, you're paying just over a point a figure for a careful, fearless. I mean, you're not going to be blitzing a lot. I wouldn't have thought, or shooting and scooting. So. Yeah, but here's the thing: you're paying the same points for seven parach- um, the MG rifle parachutists as you would for nine MG rifle, but um, such Larry, who potentially could be the same. Well, could be potentially better motivation, effectively, yeah, and be better veteran, better veterancy if you get the right role. Or at the very least, be the same skill, um, albeit not as good as assaults, and only slightly worse motivation. But they will be hit on threes, won't they? No, no, no. But, but are they careful they're, as well? Such an area careful as well. Well, uh, and they have feathers. And they have feathers. You can't beat them with such an area when it comes for headwear. So I think the thing they got going for them is having those three platoons of 47 millimeters, frankly. <laughs> well, 47 yeah, is awesome. And they're 81 they are, they are rather than assault mortars. Painful. 
so to go against. Well, yeah. let's, let's skip through. I mean, the breeders are the same, aren't they? So you've got HMGs. They're all the same. Yeah. Same stats. Just breeder HMGs. The Morses are interesting. So you can get, like I said, two platoons. They're 81s, five points each. Yeah. Pretty decent. Again, though, the skill rating is going to hurt them there, though, right? Because they're only fours rather than potentially being yeah. veterans. And then the 47 Milwaukee tank guns. Yeah, lots of those, please. They are painful. Painful? To play against. Why's that? Yes. Because they're four four stands for nine points. <laughs> They've got a three up save. Yeah. It's really hard to dig out. If really you try assaulting, they'll get you kill your side armor. Yeah, they're range twenty four, rate of fire two, four up, firepower, as you take six with heat. I, I have to say, I was saying this to Eddie earlier that I really, really, really like the um the card that's in there for them as well. The ambush, yeah. It's the ambush always one. Always get an ambush, yeah. For, for two points, that's really good. I mean, even attacking, having an ambush, allowing you to redeploy one of those 47mm yeah. platoons where you Plus want to be. Still, they've got an eight-inch tactical move. Yeah. Eight? <coughs> yeah. It really eight? Let's pick yeah. them up and run them. They're moving from R1, so you can, you know, that, that means their, their te- technical threat range is now... 30. 32. 32, yeah. With heat. Yeah, it's handy. It's definitely so handy. Well, if, you, if, if you do manage to blitz with them as well, that's, you know, it's decent. 36. I mean, AT, AT6 isn't going to set the world on fire, but it's something, you, you know, I think having three platoons of them, you're going to have to be very careful not to make sure someone well, they, gets you side shots. Cross country dash twelve, and then follow me on a two plus means they can move sixteen inches to get down right down a flank. Yeah, not, yeah. Slow, not slow moving, so you drop them rate of fire one, but you could then still rattle off well four shots in someone's side arm. Hmm. Yep. It's, 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 it's it's an interesting one, yeah. And I think they're cheap enough that again they fit into that Italian model of having multiple companies. Yeah. So if you have, you know, you could you could potentially have your. Uh, Folklore um, with the 347s and take all your 47s in that formation because they're, they're, you know, handier in a way. And yeah. they can still get the, the standard support units that the rest of the Italian army can get. So you can have your 90 mils and trucks and all that kind of stuff. So The other option, I suppose, is, is they could be interesting allies for Germans. As an allied formation, yeah, that's a good point. You could, um, but only get a same, the same for such an area could, could be, yeah. But again, it gives you another option of a, a relatively cheap but skilled um, support option. They, they're a lot cheaper than you know, German equivalent, yeah, yeah. Then you have a load of Lancers with the Falcos. Oh, he's doing <laughs> <on the> list. <laughs> Is there anything else in the, the cars that you think's worth calling out? Because they've only got like, was it three? It's not you got, three you got, but... Yeah, you got the um, par- you got the parachute sort engineer company, which if like lots of flamethrowers could be a good way to go. Yeah. Um, you only, only get white tank company. They've got yeah, one more to platoon. Yeah, they have a HQ um, HQ well warrior card. It's another HQ tactics three plus. 
but also lets anyone within six in, who's usually within six inches get um, take this free plus, which can be quite hard to do for, push, for pushing someone forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Fogel card just lets you use any Italian command card on them, which is give motorbikes. <laughs> exactly, give motorbikes. Yeah. Yep. But like I say, I think the, the highlight is definitely that um, Phantasma and Ghost Battery week. Like I say, you can put one ambush in if you wouldn't normally have it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. I think one in addition. Yeah. It's one in addition, so you could have, you know, if you've got one already, you got two now. Mm-hmm. And let's say you've got grenade. Oh, the grenade assault card. That's the other one. So just card this card give infantry teams since you get assault two plus insults in the turn. So yeah, if you really need to take a position, you send those guys in with two plus. It's like, rah. Yep, have a handful of grenades. I love it because. The parachute jet ski would load up excessively with hand grenades before. <laughs> <laughs> really, bet you really wish you had some grenades right about now. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to say got a little catalogue section at the back and um, paint. Yeah. Is it painting? Painting and basing, yeah. Basing, yeah. yeah it's not it painting. Does have the new? Uh, yeah, obviously those new models did look really nice for the Italians. I, I I just like I like them as a bit of variation in terms of the figures. I think it just gives yeah. you an, an extra um, just an extra choice in terms of what your flavour of elite esque infantry you take. And choice is never a bad thing. Um, but no feathers though. No fezzes. No feathers. No feathers. I thought you said no fezzes. I was just saying what? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no fezzes either. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's the um. That's the Germans. Yeah. Definitely worth picking up if you um were faster again. All right, so then we go to the American book. So all American because it's covering the 82nd, which obviously you know the best the, airborne. The best airborne, yes, not yeah. the glory yeah, seekers, not the f- first. Yeah, not the flat, the flashy ones. Um, yeah, so we, we cover it like um, when the basically individual battalions being used in the early days of torch through to the more concentrated use in the actual Sicily campaign. And then we have to touch upon the Rangers and their use in the middle campaign as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's two, two little elite units. We get... Um, they basically up... slot the formations in amongst the other... Yeah, so we get a reprint in the force, di- force diagram chart like the Italians did, um, yeah. just discussed. Because, like, again, it's, it's nice and self-contained. You can easily redo it. Could, could I ask a question? Yeah. Um, so the para infantry that's got released for late war, and the ranger infantry that's got released for late war. Yeah. Are they going to be the same same figures? I don't. I don't know. Uniform. Uh, yeah, so, so, yeah. Certainly for the paras. I mean, if you want to be technical, the rangers would be slightly different, but I think they're just using the figures because they're okay. mostly the same. No, that's cool. Still that's... infantry models, aren't they? Yeah. If you get the one, if you get the ones the assault vests, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so the, the, parachute, the actual parachute rifles. <laughs> Isn't it tiny? <laughs> Isn't it witty, the parachute rifle company? Yeah. So, three, uh, two or three Bijou. platoons, mm-hmm. a more platoon, and the pack howitzers. It's Bijou. So, yeah, you've got quite a lot of information artillery with the, the artillery, the pack howitzers, and the mortars. Mm-hmm. But you haven't got any in um, formation like tank apart from bazookas. Which yeah. obviously each each platoon can be bringing two of those to the to the party. 
I, th I think the thing that this gives you a mid-war as an American player is veteran fearless infantry. Yes. I mean, so it's in supply. Yeah. I mean, just uh, I'm not I'm not that bothered about the fearless part, but the veterancy, considering that basically everything else is green. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty pretty good, and I don't actually think it's that expensive. For the number of things, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like the same thing with the, like we've just been discussing the Fausch Majors. Until you start putting all the upgrades on, it's actually not yeah. unreasonable for a lot. Yeah. That, that, it's got that weird 160mm mortar again, hasn't it? So it's got a one gun barrage. Yeah, yeah American's barrage. Yeah, American's yeah, barrage. Six millimeters long. Um, two light machine guns, two bazookas. That's not so you could, yeah. yeah, you could have four. So you could have 12. 12 unit, 12 sand units. Mm -hmm. Which gives you the expanded um, coherence and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, eight, when you got, um, I'd say, 81mm mortar, which is very standard for each range smoke bombardment. And then the pack howitzer, which again gives you a bit of extra range over the mortar, a bit of extra anti tank in the bombardment, but also gives you that direct fire. And it's eight takes six, but you know, in desperation, those things. I've I've killed things with pack outs in sheer desperation sometimes. Defensive fire and stuff like that. So it's um, they're handy little guns to have and not terribly expensive. Uh, they, do they get to, yeah? They get time on target as well, don't they? Yep. As a yep. American gun thing. Plus everyone's always... observer. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the actual formation yeah. itself, yeah. So yeah, mm. it's, it's it's a handy it's a it's a nice self-contained formation, which you can obviously then bolt on the other stuff like Those some M10s. Or... They are painted too out. green, though. Pun? They've all got the uh, the 44, like darker green. Oh yes, yeah, that's how they paint them. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag rivet counter. <laughs> like being that guy. Being that guy. So um, if you were to take everything in the formation, 58, it's about 70 points, I think. Yep. Also, it's worth noting you can take, as a command, as a command card for the 37 mm anti-tank gun, which also goes in the parachute rifle um, formation. So you have actually got some anti-tank out of it, just oh. the 37. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure why it's not in the book, but it's, um, yeah, it's a command card for the um, 37 millimeter. It says you can take one 37 mm anti-tank platoon as part of a parachute rifle company, and its stats go to being fearless, veteran, careful. A one platoon, oh, and, okay. and the 105 glider. Yeah. 105 yep. glider batteries in there as well. Yeah, so you upgrade the two, the two 105s in your, up to two 105s in your force diagram to be gliders. Which actually just gives, the thing, gives them the thing you can't do in D-Day, which is the glider 105 supporting the Paris, which is like the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, obviously, they are trained, but that's still better because most artillery is green, isn't it, in the American force? It, it is, yeah. So that's actually still not too shabby. Um, you do drop down your range, the range of the artillery, um, but 56 inches is still more adequate than 6x4 six by, six by board, so... Yeah, it's just the, it's the two guns, isn't it? Yeah. It's more problematic, I think, than the range. I think they say it's a zero point car because you're basically you're gaining that trained and um, yep. at, the cost of, at, at the cost of gun shield and the range, yeah. But no, it's, it's a nice flavoursome thing. Again, you, it helps you have a pure airborne force, which is you know, pretty cool. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, just so we, before we go on to the Rangers, just to look at command cards. The cards also give you the Airborne Engineer Company, so you can have your um, para, para engineers. Mm-hmm. But also it gives you Glider Infantry, which again, it's like a read a mission from the book, but you can upgrade a rifle um, formation yeah, for company to be confident, trained, aggressive. For one point. Mm. Is that for the whole? Uh, so one point for each infantry platoon. platoon. And then mm. one point for the formation. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because you got to pay one point for the being the two, 325th. Yeah. Oh, I get it. So you have like the title card. Yeah. And then each glider infantry. That's no. a bit. No, 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 no so, so you, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you pay one point for the title card. I mean, US build unit. What's a US build unit? It's not a title card at all. So you, you, you have to do that for each unit. So each unit is one point. You pay one point for each unit, basically, to get those stats. Oh, but you only use the, those units um, on the title card to build the company. So you've got yeah, um, yeah. Rifle HQ, MG Platoon, Mortar Platoon, 37mm. Yeah. And That's it. So that gives you your support options. Yeah. They could have then... just put the... Oh, no, I know why they've done it that way. Again, so you can break so, out. So you can break out, because you can have a glider infantry platoon in support Correct. of something else and then you can yeah. have the formation yeah. yeah so one point's not bad cost to upgrade to, to train though, is it yeah can you, can you only confident aggressive aren't you yeah. yeah confident green aggressive it's the green skill but you, but you do get the, the rally I think you get a better rally rating I think you get a re- 3 plus rally on the mm-hmm. infantry right so you are trading that off yeah which is why it's only a point. Makes sense. Oh, and your assault as well. Your assault six teams become assault five. Yeah, that's because your skill is one better. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, options are good. Options definitely good. Yeah. Anything else of note in the cards? Um, oh, so you get some power. You also get the power um, characters. So we got um, Matthew Ridgeway. Who was mm-hmm. general commanding 82nd? Um, so he, all your power rifle companies um, have a command leadership range increase in six inches to eight inches. Interesting. So for five points, yeah, which be, can be handy for keeping like more guys under the re-roll umbrella. Um, True. And James Gavin, who's a four-point card, we've got to start the game as deployment. Reposition one of your deployment area. So that's quite handy for just doing a little bit of shuffling. And if a unit leader is within six inches in line of sight of the information commander, you pass his test to make a blitz movement order on two plus. So again, mm. if you're if you're going you know, going to go on the assault, and this guy will get you across the table a bit quicker. Blitz on a two plus is pretty big. Yeah, keep like guns moving up with you, that kind of thing. Obviously, you don't really want to do it in the infantry because the infantry will be assaulting. Obviously, you can't blitz and assault and stuff like that. But... Guns can't blitz though. Oh, that's true, yeah. Okay, so maybe it's not the basis for carving about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, so back to the book. And we're looking at the Rangers next. You thought the uh, the parachute company was small. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's very much like the D-Day one, which is just literally, it's two Ranger platoons and an optional mortar platoon. It's, the, it's a very <laughs> small formation. Um, 
it's a relatively cheap platoon. I mean, it's like for seven seven rifle teams. Yeah, um, they're fearless, they're veteran, but they're aggressive. So obviously, that's a big differentiator. But they're oh so deadly, and they rally on a two plus. So that's I was going to say, sense. yeah. So it's by far the most effective assault force you're going to get in the Allies until the British commanders come across. Um, they can still have a mortar added. They can add up. You can replace up to two rifles with bazookas. And you can replace up to two rifles with LMGs. So you don't ever get a bigger platoon, but you can get a bit mm. of versatility in what it feels. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. Just including a single platoon for nine points. I don't, I, I'm not sure I'd even worry about bazookas. Um, that was the card, wasn't it? Yes, it was a command just... card, did this, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it just gives you a nice, a punchy assault platoon. So if you, if you, I mean, it's aggressive. Yeah, gonna... You make sure the enemy's suppressed on the way in. But well, yeah, but even if you pin them down, you're not going to stop them because no, two plus rally. They'll keep going. Hmm. They'll go and go and go until there's none of them left. <laughs> until yeah, until they're shredded. Uh, and the mortars are mortars. Yes, eighty-one mil. Yeah. Yep. Veterans. But they are veteran. Yeah. Aggressive still. So what's the maximum points that particular sets? Point for um, HQ. Yep. Nine, yep. ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Don't forget you can have the two, bo- two four, bazookas. Twenty-five bazookas. So it's eleven times two, twenty-two. 29 is 30 points. 30 points. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a point formation onto like an American Armored Force or something. It's not too. I'd rather have them than rifle platoons, I think. Yeah. yeah. Rifle platoons huge, but again, you've only got one bazooka in it because they're not an ARP. Um, and those guys will just keep going. And on and on. The Energizer Bunny of the uh, mid war. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to you're gonna get it moving because even though they're only on foot, you can, you're three plus fearless and veterancy. Follow me or blitz, you know, are possible. It's, 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 again, it's interesting. That's, that's an interesting. That would give you a, a very cheap second platoon with integral mortars. Yeah. Hmm. No 57 mil guns, though. No, not for the Rangers. No, they've got bazookas. <laughs> they they assault the enemy. We'll just... <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> would you. Them. Would you? I think I'd buy the bazookas. I, I, I don't. I, I think but... that's what I was doing. If, as, as a bolt on platoon, I probably wouldn't bother. Mm. As a yep. standalone formation, I probably would. Yeah. Okay. A situational, but um, I think that's what I'd go with. Cool. That's that's pretty much it, though. I mean, yeah. Do we know about all the books? They said the books are coming with cards. Did I read that somewhere? I I read I Uh, I read that that the books come with the command card come with the command cards with them. I would suspect that they're similar to the Czech uh, Czechoslovakian and Polish release. Yeah, the cards and books. yeah like a yeah, little Pack. thingy of stuff for one of it word 
Yeah, I mean they're not they're not obviously huge, but it does mean that if you've got the models, you can now use them in two eras, which is yeah, pretty sweet. And and again, choice choice is good. You yeah, know, we're just saying that stuff was, you know, potentially absent and they're filling in gaps. So I, I, can't, I can't really complain. No, exactly. When people have been complaining, oh, where's my Paris in mid war? Well, here you go. Yeah. We, we know yeah. our Paris in mid war. Yeah. Everything that gets through those little weird omissions, that kind of thing, is no bad thing. No, and again, it just opens. I think it breathes some a little bit more life into uh, into mid war. You know, we've got some. I, I think it's it, it goes back to uh, you know everything that that in mid war's out. It's now just flavors. Yeah. So again, the, the Germans are uh, German paras are flavors of elite infantry, and the same with the Italians, and you know the Americans to an extent and that's all good you know I don't I don't want people are expecting them to have some kind of miracle rules or what have you but um, I think <coughs> gliders what <we've> got, <laughs> apart from that you know one st- <laughs> staringly uh, obvious omission in Eddie's case uh, I think you know that's actually a good point the actual um, paratroops in the American book do actually have the airborne tag don't they yes no, we don't. I thought I saw that. In which uh, American book? The, H, the, H, the formation does. The formation yeah. HQ is airborne, yeah. Now, um, the gliders don't because they didn't really do the glider-based assaults. I don't think at any point in the middle, I think they always got shipped in afterwards. The paratroops did do combat drops and they do have that ability in the book. So that's cool. So you could do like, um, you could do Operation Husky, that kind of thing. But the Force Mega don't. But again, they, did, but they don't in mid one. They I haven't. We get back to that thing. We always used to play it using the middle books until the early war came out. But it was always, you know, by the latter, Falschmaker didn't do drops of any great note in mid war. Right. I'm going to say they're going to come something back of my head saying we did do a drop in Eastern Front to, as a relief force or something like that. But I can't. I don't think they did actually a combat drop. Yeah, certainly not on on anything of the scale of. No, because after Crete, basically Hitler says, no, that's, that's a bad idea, let's never do it again, even though they get down to it, Crete worked. Yes, it's so, horrendous in terms of casualties, but it worked. So the book should really be called Death from the Usual Place. Death from Ground Death, from, a, death from Adjacency. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, certainly their, their fame's built around the actions of Tunisia and Italy, right? So at that point, it was just staunch defending um, yeah is it time to shoot and scoot then uh, events we got, well, events, events first events. and then yeah I think we've really largely discussed it all the way through because obviously we discussed warfare we discussed GT being cancelled and the Bristol um, Vanguard Thanksgiving this yeah. weekend if, you, if anyone's about and if I get the podcast out in time yeah so I yeah, think I I'm not sure there's anything released up and after that no, right, so okay. it's scoot time. So the yeah, dice so, of war, shoot and scoot time. Yeah, um, actually, um, just while we got that, I think Adam's got some new um, new dice Well, for anyone that's interested. It's a day with the wh- we're whining, because of course it's, <laughs> it's a new dice of war. But yeah, <laughs> so just for those catching up what we do, um, obviously this is where we have our bag of dice of war dice I got a while ago. I draw one out, and we have a quick little chat about what it is, and I put a picture up. And then, based on what the dice is, we roll for our shoot and scoot. 
So I'm just going to shake the bag. That's only my a small bag. I couldn't get to my figure case, but I had a few to hand. And we've got... Right, so it's a green die, so you get a dots. And oh. a yellow cross with a little circle. Ah, it's the Romanians. It's the Romanians. Romanians. Yeah. Oh, God, it's a good so to be great. Um, so, so what's the Romanian skill like? Uh, yeah. It always used to be them? like fives, conscripts. Yeah, fives. Oh, okay, no. it's going to be a five plus shooting scoot. Okay, here we go. Is it? I believe in you. It is a five. We have. There you go. This is like See? how it used to be when I used to, when I used to use Luftwaffe and that kind of thing, where it's um, the worst mobility to actually do a um, a kind of motivation roll was the better better chance I had doing the motivation roll. Yeah, yeah. It's because your expectations are low. Fearless powers run every time, but like um. Five plus, I'll do that all the time. Ninety percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah. Dice Panther. Dice Panther. Uh, yeah. There's our dice of war shooting scoop moment, guys. Yeah, just um, for completion, the the new dice that Adam's got out, the three fifty seven infantry division. Okay. He's also got seven sixteenth and ninth Panzer. So okay. D day specific. I, I, yeah, three fifty seven. It's almost like his aim day. Yeah, so. <laughs> they are some nice looking dice as well. Three six fifty seven is the winged horse. Right, I'm not gonna call it Pegasus. It's a winged horse. <laughs> That's because Pegasus was the horse. Pegasus I think the name of, of the winged horse. You can't copyright Pegasus, Eddie. I'm not, I'm just saying. Pegasus. Pegasus was, no, Pegasus was the name of the horse. Alright. We're gonna get against we could get that games workshop thing. We actually have a, a, a copyrightable word for Pegasus. Yeah. Pegasus. Yeah. Pegasus. Piggy eyes. <laughs> Papoose. Sorry. <laughs> the armored train wreck of a podcast. You've been listening to a shooting scoop, the Blade War podcast, the team of Breakthrough Assault and Cody UK, as brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies and Rifles with added recoil. Dice War. Dice War. We did this is a massive Dice War thing. <laughs> We love you, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> we love your dice cubes. Your chance cubes. Yep. <laughs> your chance cubes for our war dollies. Sounds good. Still have a look. Gliders. No what? Gliders. <laughs> is this the, your twenty first Panzer? Is this your Rubicon? This is it. This is this is this is the. Just... I don't know why they didn't do it. They've done gliders for the late war. It's just they did. They've done the rules in D Day. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I don't know why it, they didn't it, include it. It is a bit odd. Yeah. It's another one where you look at it and go, I just don't understand what you're doing. Uh... <laughs> thank, thank you, but okay.